Hi, I'm Jay John. You're listening to Heroes of the Faith. Many Christians throughout the centuries have inspired me and there is much we can learn from them. I have been writing about some of my heroes of the faith and here they are, read by my wife, Killy. The 18th century missionary David Brainard was a man who had a brief life but an astonishing influence. Brainard was born in 1718 to a prosperous local administrator in a New England still influenced by the Puritans. Orphaned early and lacking any relationship with God, Brainard decided to enter the newly created Yale College. In 1739, after an intense spiritual search, he underwent a conversion to Christ. Intending to be a minister in the Presbyterian Church, Brainard found his plans frustrated. First, his studies were delayed by the tuberculosis that was ultimately to kill him, and then he was frustrated by a bitter theological debate. In the 1730s and 40s, the rather formal world of New England Christianity was shaken by the First Great Awakening, a great episode of revival where preaching was greeted by outbreaks of weeping, crying aloud and physical convulsions. Church leaders were divided over whether these were genuine works of God and if they should be encouraged or prohibited. Many of the leaders at Yale College disapproved of this enthusiasm and were criticised by Brainard who supported the revivals. His words were overheard and he was expelled from Yale, which because church ministers had to have degrees, hindered his future. Brainard became an itinerant preacher, but was soon asked if he might consider taking the gospel to the Native Americans. He accepted and in 1743 began work as a missionary amongst the Indians, a people whose lives and culture had been devastated by the European settlers who had taken their lands and brought them fatal diseases. Brainard began preaching to the Native Americans, sticking to concepts his audiences could identify and using a translator. He brought an extraordinary and prayerful passion to his preaching, writing in his diary, I care not where I go, or how I live, or what I endure, so that I may save souls. When I sleep, I dream of them. When I awake, they are first in my thoughts. No amount of scholastic attainment, of able and profound exposition, of brilliant and stirring eloquence can atone for the absence of a deep, impassioned, sympathetic love for human souls. Brainard's preaching soon began to have remarkable effects with spontaneous, enthusiastic and emotional responses. He wrote, They soon came in, one after another, with tears in their eyes to know what they should do to be saved. It was an amazing season of power among them and seemed as if God had bowed the heavens and come down. In part, 
Brainhard's impact was because of his transparent love for his hearers, but there was clearly too an extraordinary working of the spirit. Brainard, who applied the highest standards to both himself and his hearers, was delighted that the converts soon demonstrated through transformed behaviour that their conversion was not merely emotional. Brainard's zeal for mission meant he ignored his own welfare. With worsening tuberculosis and weakened by a shortage of food, Brainard's health failed and he had to leave the mission field. He eventually found himself at the house of Jonathan Edwards, New England's most distinguished theologian and preacher, where he was nursed through the last phases of tuberculosis by Edwards' family. There, in 1747, at the age of 29, Brainard died. In his life, David Brainard achieved very little of obvious consequence and his ministry was so overlooked. However, what he achieved after his death was a very different matter. Jonathan Edwards soon wrote The Life and Diary of David Brainard based on his friendship with the missionary and access to his diaries, and it sold in extraordinary numbers. On the other side of the Atlantic, John Wesley wrote another Life of Brainard from a different theological perspective. The result was that as the global missionary movement gathered pace, Brainard became its inspirational figure, almost its patron saint. Many missionary heroes, for example William Carey, Henry Martin, Adoniram Judson and, in the 20th century, Jim Elliot, were deeply inspired by Brainard's life and ministry. Brainard's diary is considered a spiritual classic and continues to lead many into a deeper prayer life and greater evangelistic commitment. Let me suggest four things about David Brainard that makes him a hero. First, Brainard knew the spiritual character of evangelism. One of the perils of our age is to treat evangelism or mission work as projects requiring nothing more than putting the right people in the right place with the right product. Brainard, with his passion and prayerful focus on God, reminds us that evangelism is a spiritual activity. Second, Brainhard knew the supreme calling of evangelism. He was always aware of the awesome truth that only God's grace in Christ can save men and women from an appalling eternal destiny. For Brainard, evangelism was no optional add-on to the Christian life, but an urgent, essential priority of our existence. Third, Brainard knew the sacrificial cost of evangelism. He realised the lesson, clear in the New Testament, that sharing the gospel requires an unconditional commitment Brainard, who rejected several invitations to pastor comfortable churches, chose to pay that price. Finally, Brainard knew the need for the Spirit's control of evangelism. Aware not just of the difficulties of preaching through translation to a very different culture, but his own frailty, he simply threw himself on God 
and sought his power to preach, and God answered him. For over two and a half centuries, the church has found the life of David Brainard to be both a reassuring encouragement and an uncomfortable challenge. I suspect it always will. I hope you've been inspired by today's Heroes of the Faith podcast. Please visit our website, canonjjohn.com, where you can sign up to receive future blogs direct to your inbox. Thank you for listening. Want to hear more faith stories? Join J. John every Sunday as he interviews a wide range of incredible guests to hear about their life, faith and ministry. Be inspired by Facing the Canon, a new episode this Sunday on God TV, YouTube, Facebook and the J. John Podcast.